0: the two biggest lessons you learned that has helped you counsel and help your clients long-term
1: consistency will always trump short-term intensity right mm, love it like when people reach out to me for coaching as an example you know they want to they want to do everything immediately they want to do cardio they want to do weight training they want to cut their calories and you know here they are doing nothing and now they want to do everything right and it's mm-hmm. like i know that if they go down that path they're not going to be able to sustain it, and they're gonna they're gonna fall short. They're gonna burn out in a week or two weeks, and they're gonna be right back where they start. Versus, if they just get into the gym, maybe thirty minutes, three days a week, four days a week, start start little, you know, little by little, mm-hmm. start eating healthier, not not nothing crazy, just start cutting out certain foods. You know, maybe cut out the beers at night. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're building healthier habits to where they're going to get to the goal, you know, in a much quicker way instead of just trying to do it fast, but then keep continuously failing.
0: What is up guys how's it going sean french with the determined society podcast coming at you season three welcome back guys i'm kicking it off with my boy steven campolo he is a fitness pro he is an absolute juggernaut in the fitness space he helps men lose 20 to 60 pounds in 30 to 60 days this guy i I might be wrong in the days but like hey he he makes people look like the freaking Avengers. I, I don't know what to tell you. All you got to do is go to his Instagram and you will see all the amazing photos of before and after the progress pics and everything like that. Uh, but the one thing that I really love about Steven is, you know, we became really good friends because of his ability to be super humble and kind. And we met online. It was really funny. Not like on Grindr or anything like that. Don't get any ideas. But we met on Instagram. I I commented on um, his success in getting his book. It was it the 55 laws of abs, uh, 77, laws 77. Abs. So that's my problem. I only know 55 of them. That's why I don't have a six pack. So I, I messaged him or I, I wrote on his post, congratulations. And, you know, he hit me back and he was just a, Hey man, you know, it looks like we live in the same area. Let's connect. And, you know, we met up for coffee and, and, and we've had, you know, a, a very strong friendship ever since. And it's like the the first time i met this guy i felt like i known him for you know 15 20 years so steven man welcome to the show bud
1: thank you so much man it is an honor and a privilege i never thought i'd see the day but here we are
0: hey man you know what i was waiting for you to grow your hair out a little longer and look extra <laughs> handsome for the camera
1: we're getting there man uh the, the new thor movie comes out in july and my are you casting july? for
0: it I don't know
1: man i've gotten some uh some requests you know if, if I, something happens to chris hemsworth uh yeah i want to be ready to go you know
0: but, that that could happen I, I don't want to say we can make it happen because i think that would be bad in bad taste but you know what hey you never know right it, Just you for might the record, of, i
1: never called myself thor people would just call <laughs> me that as a nickname i'm like you know what it's not a bad nickname i'll i'll go with it i could be called a lot worse than that so
0: um i uh yeah. i coached yeah. a kid and when he when he was in high school he calls himself Thor too. Um, Bryce Johnston. What's up, Bryce? Uh, good, good guy. He's like Viking strong, big into powerlifting. Um, you might want to check him out. But yeah, he calls himself Thor too. he's got the, the long straggly blonde hair. And it doesn't make any sense. His hair yours does. It looks like it's well manicured. What do you have in that right now? Is that like some pomade? Or is that just do you just get out of the shower? Did you shower for me? No, dude. I uh, I was I was a little smelly. I had to hop in there, um dude, Just some good old water and
1: coconut oil. Coconut oil. That's oh. your secret. That's why you always smell so good. Yeah, man. I, I, yeah, I, I use <laughs> quite a, quite a bit of uh, lady products because all these ladies that help me with my hair, they're they're mm. all telling me what to buy, and I spend freaking thousands of dollars on you know on uh, shampoos and conditioners. Yeah. I don't think really work,
0: but hey. Hey man, that's pretty cool. Like do you, ha- when you use all that coconut oil, do you have to count that in your macros? Nope. Nope. That's um, that's <laughs> calorie free. Okay, cool.
1: Awesome. calorie free version.
0: Awesome, man. Well, listen, dude, on my, on my show, I'm, I'm very happy to have you. Obviously I've been wanting to do this for a while. It's, it's really kind of cool that our schedule is kind of finally aligned. Um, before we get into the meat and potatoes of the actual uh, show, I want to ask you some fun questions first. And sure. I think I already know the answer. What is your favorite superhero?
1: Oh gosh, uh, I mean, freaking Thor. Why not go with Thor?
0: Just God because of people say you look like him, or you like—I mean, you are all in on Thor, just in general. I just like the vibe, man. There's something you
1: walk around with a big hammer. Um, you know, like he's from this alternate. That's the remember.
0: that's the male right. dream. Walk around with a big hammer.
1: Yeah, dude. Like, let the hammer just—you
0: know—go, and uh, yeah. he's just a badass guy. I don't know. He just—he's pretty like cool. It. I wonder yeah. if anybody's going to catch the joke that we just ever so oh, like, They slid in. They caught it. They caught it. it? You think so? Yeah, yeah, it was very sure. nonchalant by you. I was wondering if you actually got it. Oh, I got it. Okay. You was good. I it. it was good. Yeah, I just you you would be a good actor. You do need to cast for that movie. Chris Hemsworth, buddy, you're in trouble. Maybe one day, man. One day. Hey, Thanks. you know what? How many Spider-Mans have there been? How many James Bonds have there been? Many. Many,
1: many. A lot. Hundreds. Hundreds. A
0: lot. A man. lot, man a lot. So, um, another good question or tell the audience names of your dogs and what you like about each one of them. Cause I know you're a big dog person.
1: Oh my gosh. I love dogs more
0: than people. Uh, I know I have two little
1: French, two little French bulldogs, two little Frenchies. So I'm talking that's, what that's what's and up. Yep, Yeah. Luigi and Daisy, um, brother and sister. So, you know, they're both they're not puppies anymore, but they're about a year, a year and a half old. So, honestly, man, in my free time, I'm usually just chilling with them, going for walks, taking them out for pup cups at Starbucks and, you know, mm-hmm. doing the whole uh,
0: pretend pretend daddy thing. That's you know? cool. It's not pretend. It's their they're family members. You and your girlfriend. Yes, sure, sure. You know, you guys have, I don't want to say her name on on air, obviously, but I know it for the record obviously but i just i i think it's christy christina is it christina (laughs) (laughs) sorry christina he outed you um she's a make-believe person i I, but he does have the two dogs you know it's funny that you mentioned your dog's i don't remember which one which is the one that you had to like put on a diet
1: oh daisy daisy's daisy yeah she um Dude, she got yeah. She just puts on weight quick. I don't know. Uh, I mean, she looks Sounds like a like little marsh, She looks like yeah. a little marshmallow, like on on toothpicks. You know. Oh, poor thing. I Did she her, ever yeah. hit a goal
0: weight? What's that? Uh, she, weight? she got there,
1: and then she regained. She regained it again. She she struggles with her weight, which is yeah. a shame because I'm a fitness guy and I shouldn't allow it to happen. but it's half.
0: So, so I'm wondering, like, why your skills don't translate to canines.
1: Because I'm a pushover and she gives me those puppy eyes and she wants a treat. And um, gotcha. if I give Luigi a treat, I have to give her a treat, but I give her smaller, like, like, like smaller portions, you know, gotcha. so if I give, like Luigi, like a full size treat, I'll break off a piece of it. Really well, it's
0: great. kind of like when I give my kids a dessert, like Bobby will get a bigger piece, right? Yeah. Like, hey, Alina will get a little bit of smaller piece. And then Mia's looking at me like, what the fuck is this? Exactly. Exactly. I was like, well, you're three. So, you know, deal with it. You know, at least you're getting something. Yeah. Um, dude. So like, I, I want to touch. I want to touch on your 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 personal journey first, right? Because you yourself naturally lost a hundred pounds, and I would love to know how you got here from there. Like growing the love for fitness through your own journey, and, and what inspired you to take it a step further and bring it to the masses.
1: Wow. Um, well, I mean, we got to go way back, right? Like Let's do it. Like twenty, like 20 years back. Mm-hmm. So I'm in my mid 30s now. So we're talking about when I was like 14, 15. Mm-hmm. I was fat for most of my childhood. You know, when you're a kid, you don't really think about it, right? Like mm-hmm. you're not thinking about girls. You're just wanting to have fun. You play video games, hang out with your friends. You know, you're not thinking about dating or sex or anything like
0: mm-hmm. that. So, but I don't know, man. Like, I was I, thinking about sex at 13. <laughs> I bet. Sorry. That's just. Oh, I'm a baseball player. Hot. I was a late
1: late bloomer, man. I really was. I mean, I didn't like, you know, I I didn't really come into my own until I was like 15, 16 years old, you know, I I was a very naive child maybe because it's how I was uh, brought up, you know, grew up in church. My parents were both, you know, like, I don't know, just very, very um, not vulnerable, but very, uh, very innocent, if that makes sense. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So 14, 15, going into high school, and you know, I was bullied in middle school, but again, it's like, you know, I can kind of handle myself. Even though I got bullied, I was also like want to like fight back and be like, hey, mm-hmm. like if you call me fat, I'm gonna punch you in the face, right? So mm-hmm. I was I was a fat kid with an attitude, right? So love it. But of course, it did bother me. Like it definitely made me insecure, it made me, you know, like it, it got in my head, right? So going to high school, I'm about 15 years old and, you know, hormones start changing and things start happening. And, you know, there was a girl I liked and I'm like, crap, I'm a fat guy. I gotta do something about this. Like this mm-hmm. girl's not going to want to be with me. She wants to be with the other dude over there. So, um, this was new years of, I believe 2003 or 2004. Um, I don't remember exactly, but I just decided, I'm like, all right, well, this is going to be the year I'm going to change. And, um, I, I, I decided to change. So I started running. And this was up in New York. So I, I grew up in New York where if okay. you know in the wintertime, it's you know freaking freezing.
0: Yeah, it's not warm.
1: Yeah. So January, January 1st, I was outside. I didn't I didn't know what to do. This is like pre-social media, pre-YouTube. Mm-hmm. There was no, you know, I don't even think there was Google back then. Or if there was, I was unaware of it. So Just started running, you know, I I always watched the Rocky movies. I'm like, all right, well, when Rocky gets ready for a fight, what does he do? He he goes for a run. So I'm like, all
0: right. He he puts him down, right?
1: Yeah. So I'm going to go run. So every single night I would bundle up and I would run to the end of my block and back. And, you know, it was probably a quarter of a mile if that, it wasn't that far, but at that time for me, it felt like it was 10 miles, right? I mean, I get halfway up the block, I'd be huffing and puffing, then I'd come back And, you know, every night I would try to go a little bit further, a little bit further, you know, and then the runs would get longer and longer. And I lost a good amount of weight pretty quickly. Um, But then, you know, I had another issue. I had a bunch of loose skin because I didn't build up any muscle under the fat. Right. So that's what kind of led me to start weight training. So I started working out at home. Then I joined a gym and I just became obsessed. Like, I have one of those personalities where I'm either all in on something or I'm all out. There's really no in-between with me, which I guess could be a blessing and a curse. Like I have a very addictive personality. Thank God I've never been addicted to drugs or alcohol or anything like that. Yeah,
0: don't don't try it, yeah.
1: But but like when it comes to things like sports, you know, um, if if I find something I really like, like I wanna do it all the time, Mm. right? And working out for me was one of those things where I started to see my body change. Every time I went to the gym, I would notice something a little different, maybe like a little vein or a little, you know, some muscle definition. And that's really all you need to keep, keep you fired up and, and wanting to want to keep it going. So, I mean, that was 20 years ago, man. And here we are 20 years later, and I'm still as much in love with the process. And, you know, it's become such a big, a big, a big part of my life. Right. Um
0: now, uh, I want to jump in on something real quick, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um. You said something very specific there that kind of tied in with the very beginning of your journey, the word process, right? Yeah. Um. You learn to be obsessed with the process. You love the process. Uh, so that's something that I think that I really want you to touch on, or I know I want you to touch on because listeners, including myself, can get so um, married to the, the actual result, right? We need to detach from the result and fall in love with the process. So when you were, I loved how you said, Hey, maybe it was just a quarter of a mile, but it was hard for me. But part of your process was going a little bit further and you falling in love with that process. And here you are 20 years later and you are so obsessed with the process. And I can speak on this because I know you very well. You are not a results guy. I mean, the results are going to come, but you are so dialed in on the process. It's actually impressive and I, you know, in, in, in some ways I can do that in the gym. I, I, I don't have that ability. Right. But in other things, like in sales, I can, I can really get behind the process. Cause I understand it more. So t- dude, I know it was long-winded, but I, I really want you to dial in on that right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, for me, like it, it once, once you start falling in love with something, and you see the the, the fruits of your, label, of your label of your labor being rewarded. Like you want to keep it going, right? You want to work harder. You want to push push more. Say, oh man, like if I got this far this quick, you know, let's keep pushing more and see how much more progress I can make, right? Hmm. And a lot of times, too, I think what what begins to happen is like your workout is working out on you more than you're working out on it, right? So what that means is like a lot of people they go to work out. To change their body and, you know, get in better shape, lose weight, but that workout, like going through that process of the pain and the discomfort and the sweating and pushing and getting uncomfortable. Like that's really changing a lot about you, your discipline, like, you know, um, your business, like you could literally apply that same exact process to all areas of your life. That's why for me, it's so important. Even till today, like mm-hmm. the first thing I do, I wake up, I have coffee, I, you know, maybe check messages, check in with clients and then boom, I'm out, I'm out the door to the gym That's how I have to start my day because it literally sets the tone for my entire day, right? So it's it's a lot more than just, oh, I want to work out to look good. Of course, that's a great byproduct of working out, eating healthy. Yeah, you look good, you know, you look good naked. However, like all the other benefits that come along with it, you know, putting yourself in the right, the right mental state, the right emotional state, having more confidence, right? I mean, if I can go kick my own ass in the gym for an hour in the morning, like No one's going to be able to kick my ass, you know, in business or throughout the day or, you know, there's always going to be something that's going to come up during the day. Right. And um, as long as I get my workout in in the morning, like it sets the tone for everything, you know, so like I'm just big on getting those wins every day. Right. And like if I can have the crappiest day in the world, if I got my workout in in the morning, at least I accomplished something that day. Right. So. Um, I'm just all about stacking wins and starting your day, working out like that's 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 a great way to just stack an easy win for the day. And then it puts you in the right the right place, you know, moving forward.
0: I love it, man, because, you know, a lot of times where I talk to my clients, you know, when I'm going through everything with them, it's like, listen, you you are making commitments. You set a schedule the night before you go to bed and you typically set an alarm. Some people set them, some people don't right? Some people allow their bodies to naturally wake up and God bless those people. Cause for me, I I need to be shot out of a can. I need to go. Right. So I set it for 4am. It's part of my process, right? Like if I don't get up, I am operating out of my process. Right. So what's going to happen is I don't get up and I get my workout in at, you know, nine o'clock in the morning, but now my whole day's thrown off. Right. So my process is all screwed up for that day. Like I'm leaving myself open for a lot of shit to happen. Yeah. Whereas if I'm operating in my process, in my standard, I am building not only mental fortitude, mental toughness, but I'm, I'm building grit and I'm building confidence, right? Yeah. And, it, yeah. and it spills over into everything in my life. When When we know what we're supposed to put in our bodies and we know how we're supposed to train, you do those things, it's funny how much more well-spoken you are too. Your speech patterns change. Everything about you changes because you're so confident. You're not even thinking about what you're going to say because you're leading with this, your heart. It just happens. So I commend you for that, man. Because you know there's not a lot of people that 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 truly understand that side of it, right? They could you are able to understand and connect the fact that okay, my gym time in the morning is not just tied to my my physique. It is tied to how I'm going to operate for my clients, for my business. How am I going to show up for myself? My girlfriend, that's not named Christina, or is named Christina. All those things matter, yeah. right? And I and I think that's what's exciting about what you said. Sorry about that. I, I had to cut you off because you you started describing a process without saying process, and then you said the word, and I just had to stop you.
1: No, I mean, listen. Like, even I have like a, you know, I have some you know clients that are CEOs of you know Fortune five hundred companies, right? And they've told me like directly, like, Hey, going through this process and losing weight, getting in better shape, like it's increased the bottom line of my company, you know, mm-hmm. because now they're up early. And now, I mean, listen, these are ultra disciplined guys already Sure, just, and in a different space, right? Like in the finance right. world, you know, but now it's like, now they're healthier. Now they have more energy. Now they're feeling better. Now they're putting their health and fitness first, right? Um, So like, it's, for me, it's all connected. Like I, I just had this conversation with someone today. It's like, you know, you can call it your emotional, your spiritual, your physical, but it's like when, whenever one of those is out of sync, you know, even if you have all the money in the world, if you're fat and unhealthy, like you're not really going to be firing on on all cylinders. Right. And me personally, like I want to be optimal in all areas of my life. I want yeah. to be fit. I want to be healthy. I want to, you know, do well financially, do well emotionally, be healthy in my relationships. Like it's, it's all connected. So that's why I think when people say like, well, I'm I'm fat and happy. It's like, dude, they're lying to themselves. Yeah, and, I and, agree. and it breaks my heart to, to hear that because if they're fat and happy, like imagine healthy how- and fit and don't have any
0: heart issues, like they're going to be a
1: lot happier. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh,
0: for me, for me, it's a lot, a lot of the, like you said, the mental health, right? I, I noticed, like I got back on track two days ago with like macros and, and just destroying myself in the gym. Yeah. And I've noticed that my interactions with my children, I'm more patient, right? Um, I'm, I'm more open, right? I'm a better listener. It's funny how my wife and I haven't gotten a little, even a little bit of a disagreement in the last two days. Cause it helps my mental health. Right. Yeah. And then it helps my relationships. And it's just super important, man. Yeah. You know? And I, and I think that, you know, when you're talking to these people and these, these people say, well, I'm fat and happy. It's just like, well, why are we even talking then? Obviously something intrigues you. Right. Yeah. Um, maybe it's not about how you look. Maybe it's, you know, um, saving your life that you don't know is in trouble yet. Yeah. Right. Cause I, I, I gotta tell you, man, like when I go off the rails and I'm not healthy, um, I can feel it. Yeah. Now, I'm not where I want to be right now. I'm not where I need to be right now, but you know what I will be. Right. It's like, I decided it's like, okay, this is, enough's enough. Like this is, this has got to come first. Right. And I think what's great is, you know, having somebody like you, that's taught me so much. I mean, really, you probably don't even know that, but you have. Right, and it's having good people in your corner that you can really open up to about these things. Because you and I have talked about our, you know, about insecurities, and you know, we we both have them, right? And they're and and you know, honestly, they're the same. Um, we're we're all more alike than we than, than we know. Um, so um, anyway, just kind of a a far you know out in the weeds tangent about what we're specifically talking about. But dude, I I, I agree with you. You can't. You know what it is and, and and you and me actually had this
1: conversation a few months back like it was around the holidays or around the time you and me had met actually and mm-hmm. i think you got sick i got sick and both of us were just like you know we weren't working out at that time mm-hmm. you know we were both just kind of like you were with the family i was home i couldn't go to the gym because i had uh you know that that virus that's out there I don't yeah so you know, I was home and just eating junk and just feeling like garbage. And I think you, we, we both kind of had where we're going through the same thing. And it's like you know, whenever you're kind of out of alignment with who yep. you know, like you really are deep down. I don't know about you, but I'm miserable. Like I get depressed, yeah. I get anxious, I get stressed, I get mad, I get moody. Um, yeah, super so impatient. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. like there are there are two different versions of ourselves, right? You have the higher self, and you have you know the lower self call it like the good voice and, and the bad voice. Right. And those two are always at battle with each other. And it's always, you know, choosing comfort versus, you know, or doing the thing that's uncomfortable, but you know, it's going to get you closer to the goal. And you know that at the end of the day, once you accomplish it, you can go to bed that night and say, you know what, like, I'm happy. I can't wait to wake up tomorrow morning and get after it again. No. Yeah. Um Unfortunately, man, comfort is a drug too, you know? So it's like, the more times you combat that and the more times you fight it and win, it's gonna get stronger. It's like a muscle, you know. But unfortunately, it's 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 not easy, man. You know,
0: um it, it never is, dude. There's there's adversity, there's lessons along the line, and which kind of leads me to you know, ask you, what are the what are some of maybe maybe two, two max, two lessons that you learned in your journey, right? In getting you know, losing all that weight and then getting, you know, a lot of lean muscle tissue put on your, on your, on your, on your frame. So that loose skin went away. What are some of the, the two biggest lessons you learned that has helped you counsel and help your clients?
1: So one thing that always stuck with me is this, right? Cause people want results quick. They want to, you know, they want to lose weight quick. They want to build muscle quick. They want to kind of take the path of, of leash resistance, but unfortunately when it comes to changing the human body, There is no short path, right? Mm -hmm. So one thing that always stuck with me is, you know, um, long-term consistency will always trump short-term intensity, right? Mm, Love it. Like when people reach out to me for coaching as an example, you know, they want to do everything immediately. They want to do cardio. They want to do weight training. They want to cut their calories. And, you know, here they are doing nothing and now they want to do everything, right? And it's Mm -hmm. like, I know that if they go down that path, they're not going to be able to sustain it, and they're mm-hmm. gonna they're gonna fall short. They're gonna burn out in a week or two weeks, and they're gonna be right back where they started. Versus, if they just get into the gym, maybe thirty minutes, three days a week, four days a week, start start little, you know, little by little, mm-hmm. start eating healthier, not not nothing crazy, just start cutting out certain foods. You know, maybe cut out the beers at night. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're building healthier habits to where they're going to get to the goal you know, in a much quicker way instead of just trying to do it fast, but then keep continuously failing, right? So like consistency when it comes to getting in shape and losing weight, like is really the most important thing. A lot of people want results quick and that's why they yo-yo diet or they continue to find the next red shiny object, right? Is it keto? Is it fasting? Is it this fat burner or this workout? And, you know, again, everything promises quick results and that's what people want. But there is no magic pill. Like you have to just stay consistent because the human body is very complex. Like it doesn't change overnight. You didn't get fat overnight. So no, you didn't get fat overnight, right? Like it just it, as a as a fitness coach, sometimes I have to have that conversation with people and just you know kind of be realistic with them, right? Like you can't you can't transform your body in a week or a month or even three months. Like mm-hmm. if you want to make a change. Do it and look at it as a life, you know, as a lifelong thing, right? So um, yeah, consistency is 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 the one thing you have to just go into it with with that mindset. Like I'm gonna be consistent. I don't care how long it takes, I'm gonna be consistent. I'm gonna take this one day at a time, right? And get my workout in one day at a time, eat healthy one day at a time, and just take things one day at a time instead of looking forward and say, Oh, you know, two months from now, I want to be at this weight or three months from now, or, you know, I want to be here. It's like, Mm -hmm. don't do that. Just focus on one day at a time. And I promise you, you'll wake up three months from now. And yeah, like you might be where you want to be. Right. So,
0: but don't get, don't get discouraged. Right. If you're not exactly where you want to be in three months, right. You might have this, this idea or this comparison, or you see this dude on Instagram or a fitness model. Like I want to look like that guy in three months. And the reality is, you know, for somebody like me that, you know, I didn't just not do what I was supposed to for three months. There was a time period in my life for like three or four years where I didn't do shit. Uh Like how could somebody like myself, right. Um, expect at that point where I was at, that I could fix all this shit in three, in 90 days, like that's, well, that's whack, man. Because like, you've always taught me, you know, we, I, I was thinking about doing that, that, the certain program again, you're like, dude, Sean, like, think about it. You were going to look great in that period of time. And then that pendulum is going to swing hard the other way. And I'm like, I thought about it. I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to do it. I'm gonna do it. And then I did it for a couple of days. I'm like, dude, he's right. This is not, this is not going to be sustainable for me long-term. And what it does is honestly, it, it really feeds into a perfection complex that I have. And I can't, I can't do that. Right. I can't do that. I know I need to hit my four macros, or at least on the two, the two most important ones, which is the calories and the protein. Right. And the calories are going to determine my weight and the protein is going to determine how I look when I get to that weight, Right. So, uh, but you know, here's the thing. It's like, that, that instant gratification, right? And I think that also comes from a lot of pain. Like, you know, especially in this industry, right? And, and, and then we're dealing with people's, you know, people's bodies and things like that. Like people want to get there from A to Z quick as fuck because they're tired of hurting. They're an emotional pain. Like I know there was a point in my life when I was like 265 pounds, I was in emotional pain. Like I didn't even, dude, it, 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 it broke my heart even to get in the fucking shower, because it, it just it was embarrassing, right? Here I am sitting at 203. I'm still not where I want to be. But like, yo, is it better than 265? Yeah. yeah. Right? So now we go. Yeah. I, I think it's important. And the one thing that I want to highlight you on, man, and just like tell the listeners that if they're looking for somebody to help them with their transformation, uh, you're the guy. Because, you know. Not only are you knowledgeable, you have a great program and a system in place of follow-up, of nutrition. Um, You can guide them through the supplement process if they so choose. Um, But I think the one thing that you possess more than any other fitness professional I've ever been around is empathy. Yeah, To me, most trainers don't know what it's like to be fat. They don't know that struggle. You do
1: that's a big part of it. I mean, I, again, I, I had a conversation with with, with, with someone today about this to like, Hey, I found your Instagram page and whatever, like what I really liked about you was I feel like you were really like sympathetic and understood what it's like to be overweight, you know? And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. I, I, I know what it's like to be insecure and be afraid to take your shirt off or wear a t-shirt in the pool or at the beach. Right. Like, yeah. Literally my biggest fear when I was younger, like, I was terrified to take my shirt off because my birthday's in in, in July, right? So Mm -hmm. my mom always like have pool parties for me in the summertime, have all my friends over. And, you know, she didn't know this, but deep down I was like so stressed and so like just anxious because I'm like, how am I going to take my shirt off? Everyone's going to make fun of me. I have, you know, these freaking man tits down to my belly button, like, Mm -hmm. you know, big stomach love handles. And, um, I just like would wear a shirt in the pool. Like, Oh yeah, I just don't want to get sunburned. Like, yeah, okay, dude. <laughs> I've told that
0: lie before. Why, why are you
1: wearing a shirt? Right. But yeah. again, sometimes in life, like the pain has to get so bad to where you're right. going to make a change or you're going to stay in that pain. Right. So that's, again, that's what, what, what what led me to make that change. But um,
0: yeah, I think it's Tony Robbins, I think said that Um, I think it was maybe in a book that he wrote, like until you can tie emotional pain to something, there's no change. Yeah. You know, um, you know, for me, it was just, it's like this thing where I want to be able to go on family vacations and not worry about it. You know, I want to be able to walk around this place with no shirt on, right. Like choose when I want to wear a shirt. And you know, the biggest thing is like, when you're in, when you're in good physical condition, man, you don't have to worry about what clothes you're going to wear. It's just like, you know, everything fits. All right, cool. I'll wear that. I'm a little good in it, you know? So it, hel- it helps you physically and helps you emotionally. So um, the, only, the only negative is we don't have a ton, you know, all night to talk or all night. I would, right? And you would too, because you're my guy. But man, let me, let me ask you, give me the biggest piece or the biggest, um, yeah, the biggest piece of adversity that you have had to deal with in your journey, not just with yourself, but in your business. And how have you over and how'd you overcome it?
1: So I don't know if adversity would would be the word I would use. I mean, okay. I, I I would say this, right? Like the biggest thing I had to overcome personally was making a decision that I wasn't gonna care what people thought. Right. Mm-hmm. The problem or the biggest issue when people want to share their knowledge or share their life or put themselves out there on social media is now literally everyone in the world can see, right? Mm -hmm. Your friends, your family, ex-girlfriends, middle, you know, people you went to middle school with, like, you know, these are all people now that you have to say, okay, I'm going to put myself out there. I know all these people are going to see it, Mm -hmm. but do I really care what they think or what they're going to say? Right. And, you know, that's what really took me so long to start like my online coaching um, or not even online coaching, but just sharing my own fitness journey. You know, I was mm-hmm. just, I was so like terrified of what people would think, you know, and and even early on, like when I started posting, you know, fitness content, I would have some, some friends or people who I thought were friends and be like, Oh, are you just going to be one of those fitness influencers? Ha ha ha. Right. And even though they were just like, kind of like, you know, breaking my balls a little bit, mm-hmm. like it still like hit a nerve with me because I'm like, ah, oh, man, they're right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I didn't, I didn't want to be just like another one of those fitness guys. Mm-hmm. Right. But I felt like, you know what, like I have a unique story and I felt like my story was, was my power. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, I know there are a lot of people out there that have struggled with their weight. That would be curious to know how I got in shape mm-hmm. and you know, kind of turned my life around. So I'm like, screw it. I'm going to share it. And let's see where it goes. If it doesn't go anywhere, it doesn't go anywhere. Like who, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, lo and behold I started sharing and I started gaining traction and people started paying attention and people started following me and I started building a following and, you know, it was great. Like it was, it was really fun to see. Um, And then there just came a point where it's like, dude, I don't care what people think. Like, Mm -hmm. I think as you get older, too, it's part of kind of maturing. Like, when you're younger, you think everyone's watching you constantly, right?
0: Like Yeah, you think they actually give a shit. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: you you really think people are just on their phones just watching your every move. And then as you get older, you're like, you know what? People were never paying attention anyway. Like, people have so much of their own bullshit they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Like, their own relationship problems, their own fitness mm-hmm. issues, their own job issues, who, you know, like, their own financial issues, like... People aren't even paying attention to you, right? So a lot of people think like they're the center of the universe and everyone has eyeballs on them at all times. Even myself, like now that I have a relatively, you know, bigger following now, but at the end of the day, like maybe people check out my page or come across my content for like maybe 30 seconds, maybe a minute, Mm -hmm. and then they're on to the next thing, right? Mm -hmm. So the quicker you can get over that fear or at least the, the quicker I got over that fear of not caring what people thought, like that was like a big breakthrough for me. And that, you know, it's funny years later. Now it's like, I have people that I run to or, or, or that I run into, you know, here in Naples, the same guys that kind of like, you know, took digs at me back then. They're like, Oh, Hey dude, I, uh, I saw your Instagram page or Hey man, you look like you're really killing it. And in the back of my head, I'm like,
0: yeah, bitch. What well, yeah, do you, you think apologize. I've been doing? It. know and then the lab bro you know but it breaks my heart to hear
1: a lot of people like they ask me i get a lot of messages hey steven like i want to start posting or i want you doing this and i'm like why 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 don't you start and again well you know i don't want people to think this or you know people are going to think i'm doing this i'm like listen dude people aren't Mm going to pay your bills like these people aren't really paying attention. As, right. as, as 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 sad as that might sound, it's the truth, right? So you got to do what's best for you. Like, just stay consistent with it. It's like anything else in life. Put yourself out there. There's someone out there that wants to hear your story. There's someone out there that could resonate with you. You know, there's a lot of people that don't resonate with me, right? But there's a lot of people that do. Hmm. So, you know, you never know who's going to come into your world, especially with social media today. Like, One of my bigger clients out in L.A., he's like a huge name, like ridiculous, like ridiculous, right? He messages me a few years ago on Instagram randomly. He found me on Instagram. I'm like, dude, are you freaking kidding me? Just random, you know? Mm -hmm. That's why you have to be consistent. You got to put your head down and just be diligent. Stay consistent with things because you never know what's going to happen. You never know who you are going to attract into your world. You never know who's going to come across your social media. And, you know, today, the currency that the world speaks is, is your online presence, right?
0: Like- yeah, man, I dude, It's funny, because you, you were talking about, you know, being afraid to put yourself out there, sharing your fitness journey. I think we're all afraid of that, because it is a very, you know, um, transparent thing, right? Taking your shirt off, or if you're a female, getting in a bathing suit and say, hey, here's my flaws, right? Um, that's difficult. But man, I remember was—I mean, obviously, it wasn't that long ago, right? About a year and a, about a year ago, year and a half ago, when I turned that camera around for the first time and speaking into it, and then like was going to put it on social media, that was the most anxietizing like five minutes of my fucking life. I'm looking at all my flaws. I'm like, dude, I sound like an absolute shit bag. Like, what am I doing? Yeah. Right, the first podcast I ever recorded. was just me saying like, Hey, this is the first one. I hope people listen. Like, this is my plan with this. And, you know, I go back to it. I can't even listen to it because it's so bad. Right. (laughs) But it's like, it's really cool. Like I hate my old videos and I, I hate my very first few podcasts, but like, if you really go back and look at it, you can see your trajectory. You can see your growth. And once I realized like, listen, I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Like people are going to hate me. People are going to come after me. Like, you know, in my DMs, whatever, you know, like my neighbors may talk shit, like, fuck it, who cares, right? Like, at the end of the day, like, I had to get super comfortable. This is what I think you're talking about is like, do you, you know, come be your authentic self, whatever that is, or whoever, whoever, you know, Steven is, be that guy put whatever you want out there in the world because you have good intentions and your story is impactful and you can help people. But man, I got to tell you, dude, that was some fucking scary shit. Like I was scared. Like, and there's still times where I put things out there and it's just like, ah, like, what did I say on that episode? Like, what, I mean, like, this is probably going to piss some people off, but then I thought like, well, fuck, I felt that way. Like when I did the, when I did the two episodes or the three episodes about, Uh, you know, youth sports and travel ball and all that bullshit, you know, eight year olds fucking throwing curveballs in the bullpen, eight, you travel team, six, you travel team, save that shit, be a kid, you know, and that, and that's the adult's fault. But like, to your point, it's like, that's who I am. That's what I believe. That's what I'm going to say. Right. And it is, you know, I I applaud you for encouraging people like that because um, when people start doing things, I never judge. I watch, I'm like, oh, okay, so this person looks like they're, you know, this is what they're trying to do, right? But I, bro, I mean, the amount of people that turn their back on me when I started this shit, would be the same people that are saying like, dude, all that French, yeah, I used to to know that guy. That's their biggest flux at that point. Same thing with you. I used to know Steven, yeah, back in the day. But do you know him now? A lot of people, man, like...
1: You know, like early on i remember like when i started sharing information you know and like i'm not a doctor i'm not a phd but i have like 20 years of you know i have my certifications but i'm like oh man like what if someone challenged me, you know challenges me on this and everyone's trying to take the guy down right like everyone's trying to take shots you know and in the beginning like it would wreck me for days like mm-hmm. so i would get one bad comment or a, you know, or like, a uh, some troll, like sends me a message and it would literally destroy me. And now what a lot of people don't realize is like my posts that I post now that go viral, they go viral because, you know, people are commenting on it and, you know, a lot of the trolls come out mm-hmm. and they start talking crap. Right. So what happens is these people are wasting their time trolling my content but what they don't realize is they're actually pushing my content out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting a lot more eyeballs on my content. I'm mm-hmm. getting more followers and more likes and all that stuff. Right. So in life, there's no such thing as having success and no no hate along yeah. with it. Right. I mean, like one thing I've realized is I'm like, oh like it's funny because now I tell my girlfriend, I'm like, don't do you know, I, I don't delete any hate comments. I don't delete no. any any because it actually helps me. It doesn't hurt me. It actually helps me more than the more, you know, more than it hurts me. Right. So, um, and listen, man, anytime you make a decision in life that you want to do something proactive and, you know, do something positive, like a lot of times it, it, it reminds people of their own insecurities or their own, you know, lack of going after their goals or dreams too. Right. So in order to kind of fight that, it's like they come after, That people they see unfortunately you know
0: so yeah i mean shit man like you know when people come at you it's never about you it's some type of reflection on themselves they're unhappy with themselves in some type of way and something you posted or said in your post or your your real or a fucking story whatever the hell it is it triggered something right but it's never about you right it's about how they feel and in their life experiences but um Look, man, I want to land the plane here. A couple more questions. All right. Um imagine we're sitting here in about a year. What are we celebrating?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know, man. Like my my goals and, and my like what I really want has changed so much. I feel like every every year, like it just changes. I mean, I I just want to help more people, man. Like mm-hmm. I feel super blessed that I get to do what I love like for a living, being a full-time mm-hmm. coach and helping people. And I just want to help more people. You know, I want to, I want to build something great. If there's anyone out there that wants to lose weight and isn't sure where to start or where to like, how to do it. Like, I want to be a resource for them, you know? and mm-hmm.
0: like Absolutely. It, you know, I was hoping you'd say, I was hoping you'd say that um, Daisy would actually be at her goal weight. <laughs> That's what I was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she is, man. We'll see.
1: She, she has a few pounds to lose. I uh, I hope she gets there.
0: Yeah, she will. But no, man. Like, listen, I, I, the what the thing that I love about you is 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 the same from the beginning of the episode to now. Is you're humble and you care about people, and your and you're so and your sole focus is outward. You want to help individuals reach their goals, and I think that you're going to help thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of people in your lifetime, man. And, um, you know with that you know i'm going to i'll definitely be putting your your instagram handle into the show notes but guys if you're listening right now and if and i have i have tons of listeners that you know shoot me messages all the time ask me questions about how do i stay motivated and how do i lean on people in order to keep chasing my dreams and you know i'm not a fitness model but i'm a dad of 3 a husband and i wake up every day and get out for my life uh, guys Stephen Steven is, is the guy that's going to truly give a shit about your journey. He'll be there to talk to you, be there to help you along the process. If you're listening right now and you feel like you're a little bit, you know, out of shape and you want, you have a certain goal, then man, reach out to my guy. I mean, reach out to my guy. I guarantee you, um, you say, you know, me personally, he's going to take care of you. Even if you don't say, you know, me personally he's going to take care of you. Just the same stand up, dude. Um, you know, uh, go ahead and say if you don't mind. What is your what is your Instagram handle? And then I'll make sure I put it in the show notes.
1: Yeah, it's just my first and last name, Stephen with the P H. Stephen Campolo C A M P O L O O L O Stephen Campolo.
0: Get out my guy! Get out my guy, y'all. Um, dude, I, I gotta tell you, man. Um, I, I had a blast, you know, recording with you and and, and be, you know, finally getting to do this with you. I see you and I. Uh, growing together in some capacity um i'm excited for me uh you know i'm thinking a year ahead and i think we're going to be celebrating a major collaboration of some sort like major collaboration where you and i help you know thousands of people together and it's going to be it's going to be one hell of a party bud for sure man iron you know iron sharpens iron
1: that's why you you like I don't care how how established someone is or what they have going for them or you know like you need like-minded people because you know Like with that saying you're 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 the average of the people you hang hang around with like i used to hear that that's so stupid like all right as i get older all my friends are they're doing a lot better you know they're 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 pushing me because i see their success right like when i see you successful i want to i want to push myself right Mm -hmm. so you rise to the you know to the level
0: um yeah i I, listen you you're you're the sum of who you hang out with that's for damn sure you know with that said we got to do another like night here like we we got to get the girls together we got to we got to do some dinner yeah for sure set that up for sure um but listen guys i i appreciate you listening to this episode with my boy steven um if you don't mind if you got something out of it <clears throat> or think we're a bunch of tools, please share it, you know, share, share the show out. That's how we're growing. Um, but again, I'll leave his contact info, reach out to him. If you have any questions, Steven, if you don't mind, hang out here for a little bit. Um, I want to say goodbye to you properly, but again, guys, thank you for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, man.